Upward I look and see him there Who made an end of all my sin Because a sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied To look on him On him and me. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever you're joining us. Uh, welcome to the Ezra Reads the Law podcast. Uh, this is your host, Christopher Roman Oreo. Uh, I'm excited to get to today's text. Um, we're going to be looking at John chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, uh, the wedding at Cana. And I'm excited because I have a special guest on with me today. Uh, Thomas, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Thomas. Yes. <laughs> End of show. Good night, guys. This is, uh, <laughs> this is my good brother in Christ, Thomas Sandow, host of the uh, Redeemed Meditations podcast. If you're not listening to Redeemed Meditations, Please do go give it a follow, give it a like, give it a listen. Um, Thomas, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right. Are you excited for the passage of scripture we got? Uh, <laughs> um, one, it might sound a little strange, but anytime that I have the opportunity to talk about the script, script, scripture, I jump on it. You know, awesome. This isn't like. I'm not even sure this is anybody's like go-to script. I'm sure of like, hey, if you could choose one thing to teach and exposit from, what is it? Probably not the one. Probably not. Probably doesn't pop up for a lot of people. But that's why I'm excited to have you on because I know it's one of your uh, favorite passages. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to go ahead and read the passage, Thomas, and then we'll get started, okay? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we are once again in the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now, and and we're going to get into this when we uh, go through the passage, but I do want to say I did put the wrong emphasis on the word woman, uh, but hang on tight because we're going to go through that uh, in just a minute. Verse six, we're going to continue. Now there were six stone water jars there for the jewish rites of purification each holding 20 or 30 gallons jesus said to the servants fill the jars with water and they filled them up to the brim and he said to them now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast so they took it when the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine and did not know where it came from though the servants who had drawn the water knew The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first. Oh, 
Oh, I've lost my place there. Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This is the first of his signs, or this, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory. And his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples. And they stayed there for a few days. Thomas. All right. So, yeah, um, I think the best way to go through, through this, um, just start verse one and we'll just start as they come. Um, Sounds great. I'm going to, um, I, I kind of feel bad for um, kind of pirating this, um, this uh, episode a little bit. Um, I'm okay with that. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to get caught up into like small exegetical, um, um, like, I guess, overly exegete things. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into the meat of it. Yeah. We're, we're going to, because it, it baffles me. Uh, we talked about this pre pre show mm-hmm. but that. We seem to get caught up in very small things in this passage. Yeah. Um, wanna we wanna focus on chewing on all this fat and stuff that we think is the actual flavor, but we mm-hmm. miss the actual sustenance of what this passage is. And one of the things that we have to do about anything of going book of John is we cannot forget the pro prologue in John 1 1 through 18. That is mm-hmm. the reason why John wrote this book. The reason why John is writing and it is to tell of the absolutely absolutely and it yeah absolutely nothing in this book can be divorced from that pro prologue it's exciting stuff. It is an exciting connection. If you guys remember that, that's actually where we started season one of the podcast, uh, episode one point one, which we did in fact go through the prologue. And uh, yes, we will be able to tie everything in John to that prologue. So to to kind of just go 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 forward, just to get some little bit of context. Um. um no, there. This is after. Um, let's see. Philip and Nathaniel have been called as, as disciples. Yeah, this is the day after that. That being a day after the uh, previous disciples uh, have been called. So they, they note that here with the third day. A couple of days have elapsed here. Um, they're going to a wedding in a uh, in a nearby town, uh, Cana in Galilee. Um, which is a very small town. We're talking, I think, I want to say the numbers had it about a couple dozen uh, people of Cana or in Cana at about this time. Um, and and Thomas, weddings at, at this time for the Jews, weddings were a big deal, huh? Yeah, I mean, we, we might think that weddings are a big deal now. Um, right. Weddings were a very big social thing um, yeah. there that lasted um multiple days 
Yeah, could could last up to a week even. It, big I events. Even, I could barely even ha- handle the couple hours at my reception. Um, you know, lasted. But essentially, yeah. how how the the structure was was there was the ceremony, and then um, and then the con- consecration happened. Um, after that. Yeah. So, bride and groom would go off to consecrate the mar- mar- marriage. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that in case there's there's uh, young ears. Um, yeah. Want to label this an explicit episode? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let 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 the reader who has ears understand. Um, <laughs> but, um, then after that was the the uh, what we would. Yeah. Here is the thing. Um, most people in our context now see weddings as something the wife plans. And, right. and the husband really has nothing to do with it. Um, basically, yeah. stand, stand there and kind of look pretty. <laughs> but it, that wasn't the case back then. Huh? No. No. Okay. So it was the husband that did all of the planning, all the brunt. So, I mean, he's booking all of the meals. He's booking everybody, the, you know, the MCs, the, the, the whatever, the, the, <laughs> the, workers, the you know, the, yeah, I don't know what else you want to call, call, call him. What, 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 what's the dude called in this? You know, I just call him uh, the, the MC, the, MC um, the master of the feast in this one. The yeah. Master of the feast. How can you not say he's not a mat, mat master of ceremony? He's the MC. That makes sense. He is the MC, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I can't call him the MF. <laughs> no, <laughs> we definitely can't. Oh, oh, boy. We really can't, no. All right. Now, <laughs> the show is explicit. Let's talk about what happened. Uh, um, no. <laughs> See. Way off the rails. Um, Way off. That's all right, though. Yes. What would happen is if the husband did not plan things correctly. Um, also, you know, we think of having like small weddings, families and friends and different things like that. That was another unheard of thing. Weddings were a community. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and we're talking about a small, small town. Um, like Darnwell. Every, yeah. Every Darnwell, the whole town could be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's everybody wild. Everybody is there. Everybody in, in the fam, 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 in, in the families are yeah. there. Everybody in, in this whole town is there. And, and Mary they're is basically there. Yeah. there to be entertained by this dude, pretty much. Right. This dude had to have planned to have all You'd of have this stuff done. All the proper provisions, everything. Yeah. Everything. It was on the bridegroom. It was on, or the mask. It was on, yeah. 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 And if he did something wrong and he didn't provide enough, then that would bring <laughs> shame upon his family. Now, I know we have said something that there was you know, some sort of legal action that, that might ha- happen. I've yeah, that's true. That, 
Um, yeah, that 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 was fairly recent yeah, for me to I'm hear not too. Yeah, saying that that's not a thing that would happen, but I yeah. I've never heard of that. I mean, uh, I mean, even at that, I mean, we're talking about some pretty big extremes happening right now. Um, yeah, that would be super extreme. Um, you know, but this is also the day and age where people got stoned for not washing their hands. So yeah, um, you know it. I mean, it, it is possible. We just don't, 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 don't know. But we can assume that, at the very least, great shame was brought upon the camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. So much. And so, I think that's. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. So much so that, I, and I think to really understand that, we have to understand the Hebrew culture then and even now is very yeah. much a shame. Yeah. Very much, much so. You do not do anything to dishonor your fam- family. And it so makes, if you are, it, it meant, you're ostracized. I mean, yeah. What they did with lepers. Yeah. That's, the the that was, adulterers. The, 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 oh, heavy duty ostracization. Or ostr- yeah. 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 So this and the, an idea. Uh huh. Keep you oh, it's all right. So I was just going to say the idea of the shame and the weight of shame in this culture uh, makes me mentally kind of check back to the garden and Adam and Eve and their shame after they fell. No, absolutely. You know, yeah. um, uh, one of the great greatest examples that we have, have of this outside of the current Hebrew culture is uh, Japan. Mm. Um, Japan That's right. Extreme shame culture. They can't bring dishonor upon your family. No, no, no. Forest where people commit suicide. Wow. In order to keep from, you know, if they got bad grades, because that bring dishonor upon their family of man. That's know? depressing. There's just no place for grades. That is depressing. Ouch. There's just there's just no place for grace in 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 a shameful culture, and this is really, if not worse, you know. So, and, and I don't think we understand fully what it means to be ostracized. I mean, we we may think in our current culture that you know, if you choose not to get vaccinated, if you choose not to wear wear a mask, whatever, people are gonna just gonna look at you funny in the store, people aren't going to look yeah. something, or you're going to get a weird, you know, wristband and you got to wear, wear a mask in public because you can't get the vax or whatever. Yeah. Sure, now that I've said vax a couple times, this ep- episode will never air on anything. Um, Not anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, um, what? This goes so That's much deeper with their shame culture, huh? Yeah, yeah, it goes so much deeper. Close to what would have happened. I mean, these people probably would not have been able to survive in this. Um, so, this brings into Jesus' mother's concern. Yeah. So, they ran out of wine. Yeah. Mother is concerned about this. Like, yeah, I mean, we need not to 
take attention off of things, hmm. you know, off of the point of things, but to explain uh, Mary's heart. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just to kind of like extend something and kind of, I just, I guess, Charles Spurgeon esque like embellishing something. <laughs> yes. Mary saw people who were in need. Yeah. So she so 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 she comes to her son, the son of God, mm-hmm. who can fill everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Level. Yes. Okay. To take away shame. At our deepest level, mm-hmm. take away the power of shame at our deepest level. Absolutely, which is what Jesus would do uh, for this uh, for this bridegroom. Yes, absolutely. But first, let's talk about a really strange conversation that happens. Oh, I like this part. I know where this is going. <laughs> Verse four is it? Yes. Jesus said to her, "Woman, what does this have to do?" I have yet come. Now, Good let's, let's man. Stop, stop there. A couple things. One, um, let's not ever think that Jesus is being disrespectful. No, it, it's and that's what I was pointing out at the beginning when I did the reading that. I just I, I knew we'd get to explain this bit, and I know in our culture it could be kind of read maybe as a woman. Well, he's being super firm, but it, it was more of a kind of like the southern ma'am, sort of a more respectful term. Um, perhaps some firmness in it still, but it was respectful, um, almost like mother. Like we maybe would say mother. Would you say a little bit? Um, it's definitely hmm. respect. In yeah. This context, it was a very, very yeah. What wasn't the curt thing that we would think in our culture? Oh, we'd probably think, ma'am. Yeah. But if you know, um, we have to know that Jesus did not say mother. Yeah, we do have to note that. We have to note that. Yeah. Many commentators think that this is an example. Jesus knows his hour is near. It has not yet come, but it is near. Yeah. And the hour of his exaltation on on the cross is is it may be what he's referring to. Now let's we're going to get into a couple other things just really quick before we get again. We're not to the into the meat of this yet. Yeah. Um, We're still on um on the first course. So, Jesus could very well be preparing his mother and distancing himself from her. It could be. Because his hour is coming. He acknowledges that it's coming, but he also acknowledges it's here yet. Yeah. Now, let's talk about that. My hour has not yet come. Now, what hour is that? Is that the hour on which he shall be exalted? 
exalted and drained from the cup of wrath? Or is it the hour in which his public ministry shall be You you cut off ministry shall be made public. Yeah, which I I would I would say that this is really kind of the start of a public display, maybe a start of public ministry. But I will note once again that uh, we're in this very small town. Um, there's even a probability that you know everyone probably knew, obviously knew everybody, but it was um, it was a more intimate gathering than a big public display. And uh, the Gospel of John, I, I think has a lot more cases where we see a more intimate interaction of Jesus versus the more public uh, things that we see in the uh, synoptics, perhaps. Right. Yeah. So I, I would side on that. He's talking about his, um, he's talking about the cross. Yeah. However, I do not think it's a far stretch. To no, think not at all. He's talking about the hour of his, ministry yeah um because as we see while this was a public miracle it wasn't really public his first yeah. public sign comes in verse 13 but <laughs> that, that's for another episode <laughs> yes um, so moving on now we have to talk again about Mar mary mm. Yeah. In verse 5, his mother, Mary, said to the servants, do whatever he tells, 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 tells you. One, mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't say at all, hey, I'm going to help. Yeah. What does this have to do with this? Or what to you to me if you want to get weird and go with the Greek of it? But it's it's an interesting construct. But, but anyhow, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't well, exactly say, I'm going to help. Yeah. We should not assume that Mary is making some sort of authoritative um, command. Yeah. We should not assume that as the Catholic Church assumes. Yeah. This is one of the verses that, that they used for um, um, Mary's uh, what, what the divinity, the reason why we should pray for her. Yeah. Yeah. Pray, pray to her instead of to Jesus. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. she can give authoritative commandments too. Yeah, but we're not it, seeing that here, though. It might possibly be number one that there might have been more to this conversation that John has decided to put in or saw fit to put in. Mm. There could be that, um, or could it be um, that Jesus' mother knew that Mary knew? I think we, yeah, I think we could see some of that here. Yeah, seems to be an element of faith, and just no, do whatever he tells you because she knows that her son is. Uh, yeah, I I see a bit of faith in that. So now we get into now we get into the <laughs> yes. Now there yes, were yes, six, six stone 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 water jars jar there for Jewish rites of purification, each mm -hmm. holding twenty or thirty, 30 gallons. Now, okay, so, so they're not small. Oh, <laughs> we're no, not small. Jars. So this was 
This is probably a fairly sized wedding because they needed to go through the cleansing. At the very least, they're going to wash their hands and feet feet when they come into the ceremony, of course. So, yeah. But These go ahead. Cleaning jars, okay? Cleaning yeah. Jars, okay? Yeah, not serving, not for drinking. These were cleaning jars. Okay? Purification rites. And they're for ceremonial things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Um, this... Um, I'm sure if we look back and scan through um, Pinatuk, we could find something in, in here. But this could also be something that Jesus runs into a lot throughout the Gospels, which is the Pharisees asking why he doesn't wash his hands before he eats. Yeah. Because yeah, they, we will see that, yeah. they were obsessed with lots washing and being clean so they were adding more rules into it so this these jars may not have even been used for something that was actually you know in the law of Mo Mo Moses in the Pentateuch yeah which is extracurricular law which is legalism which is which is the law this legalism law is the law that Jesus abolished, not to fulfill, but to abolish. Yeah. Okay. But since we can't exactly, we don't have the time prove prove that right now. Um, mm -hmm. We're just gonna go 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 with it. Could be either one, but it's mm -hmm. on on here. Yeah. So we have the jars, ceremonial mm -hmm. jars. Six of them, okay. Yeah, is there? <laughs> yeah, he said to the sir, 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 servant, fill the jars with water and they fill, fill, fill them. Okay, awesome. Now, I <laughs> read a book on it was the handbook of the penitent, okay. Yeah, and a by a very, very <laughs> okay. Okay. Saying that Jesus can turn the water into wine, but not before the servants fill it with water, as if Jesus couldn't just be needed. It that Jesus needed the ser ser servants. He didn't need the servants. He didn't need the water. He could have created out of nothing. Here's the thing: He chose to use the ser servants. Jesus doesn't need you in evangelism, but He has chosen to use. Yes. Or the proclamation. Or Amen. This is what this is how he has cho cho chosen to use the servants of God. You do them. So they fill them up to, to, to the brim, and he said to them, "Now draw some some out, some of the water, out mm -hmm. and take it to the master of the feast." So they do so you're gonna yes when the master of feast tasted the water uh the water had now 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 become wine, and mm -hmm. did not know where where it came from there's servants who had drawn the water the master of the feast told, told the bride, bridegroom and said 
everyone serves the good wine first. And when the people have drunk freely, then pour, pour then the poor wine. But you have kept the good stop there. Yeah. Really unpack. Yes. So one, he goes and takes it to the speaker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, the head of the cer- cer- ceremony, the MC, like we said. Yeah. Okay. And he drinks, and he says something so profound that I don't even think he knows the weight mm. of what he said. And that's really exciting to see. That is really exciting to see where he points out, uh, and, and of course, where he points out, everyone serves that good wine first. When the people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. You wanna you wanna help us unpack that, Thomas? So if we take Hello? a look at what G G G Jesus is doing here and what he's proclaiming and what he is saying through this miracle. You know, again, it, this astonishes me that we don't unpack this miracle like we did yeah. in Mark 2. Yeah. We, we'll spend all day unpacking that to see that, that oh, well, it was the uh, healing of, of, of the paralytic that showed that he is, the, you know, that he has the power to forgive sin. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to unpack this. All they want to say yeah. is, hey, is this license to drink or is this license not to drink? Wine uh, or was it mostly grape juice? Okay. Spo- spoiler alert. alert. This is, this, yeah. Yeah. This spoiler is alert. It's wine. It's wine. <laughs> it is wine. It isn't a free it's license wine. to and, drink. Um, it is not yeah. mostly grape juice. Okay. It is not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We've heard some silly okay. silly teachings on this. Yes. Okay. Page Pat 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 Patterson saying 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 that oh well it couldn't have been wine because because well it didn't have enough time to fer- ferment my goodness just let the scriptures be like but even at that this is a man yeah. that believes in a young earth which means he believes that God create created fully mature out man. of nothing out yeah. of nothing. Fully mature man out of not, nothing. So, so you, what you're telling me is, is that God can make a man out of nothing, fully mature, grown, but he can't make wine that, you know, the, no, it needs to ferment. This is absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. Um, I just, uh, just, just, yeah. Yeah. So. We have to think about what Jewish people say. What the Jewish people constantly thought was the good. Abraham, Moses, David. Mm-hmm. Abraham, Moses, That's who they love. They love Father Abraham. Yeah. Moses forgiving them. 
King Great Rain. You'll have to you'll have to pardon me, Thomas. I I do have a little trouble hearing you. It gets a little choppy here and there. So I just if anyone's listening, you hear these quiet moments happening. I'm kind of just waiting. I want to let the audio catch up. Uh, whatever's skipping. But but go ahead, Thomas. Go ahead. So that is what what the Jewish people thought was the good wine. Yeah. But it is now that the good wine is here. Mm -hmm. It is now. Jesus is the good, good, good wine. And it is now. It is not then, and it is not after. It is not Paul. It is not mm -mm. Peter. Mm -mm. It is Jesus. It is not Martin Luther. No, it is not and Martin Luther. It's not MacArthur. It's not Sproul. It's not Piper. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's not any political leader. It's not Trump. It's not. It's not <laughs> Biden. Okay. I hope. I hope nobody's tried to pull that one out there. I. I've seen some wacky stuff. I hope no one's tried to pull that one out there. I really it's, do. It's not any political lead, lead, leader. It's the Jesus, guys. Wine yeah. There at Cana. Uh huh. And it is now that he is here. Now he is proclaimed. It is now. Now. It is then. He is showing. I am here. Now let's talk about the significance of the ceremonial jars. Mm -hmm. Chris, you've been through a lesson in this before. Do you want to explain? Yeah. explain? The ceremonial jars. Um, the these are the purification rites of the Jews. They would do the things, the cleansing that we had talked about. Um, and yes, uh, with the jars, we noted that there were six jars, correct? Yeah. Um, now, you know, yeah, well, I, and I think I had mentioned this before on the uh, show as well, uh, where seven can be seen in various places throughout the Bible as sort of a complete number, right? Thomas, see that? Yep, yep, I said uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, some of the audio is dropping, but that's fine, that's fine. Um so now we have the good wine that's come. Uh, I would I would say the best wine. We have the blood of the Lamb of God. In effect, um, and, and yes, the, the the water turned the wine is signifying this. Um, but we have the blood of the Lamb. Uh, in effect, this would make Jesus sort of like the seventh jar, wouldn't you say, Thomas? Oh, I, I'm I'm absolutely. If we look at Again, these are ceremonial clean, clean, cleansing jars. Yeah. These were supposed to wash the, the, the people clean so that they could go into wherever they were going. So they could go do wherever they, whatever they were going to do. Mostly go meet or pray with God. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> It is very significant that the clear water was turned 
fight. Which is yeah. And it can't help but look forward to um, Lord Supper. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And then you can't you can't think of communion without thinking of what communion points back to. Yeah. And that is Mm-hmm. That is correct. So it is not by water that we're washed clean. Um, guys, if uh, I, I shameless plug for my show, um, <laughs> I just did an atonement ser- ser- series. Just got finished with with, with an atonement series. Go to Redeem Meditations and listen to series to where. I more clearly in depth explain that it is by Jesus blood that we are Amen. Amen. It is that blood that washes us. It is in taking that judgment, not in doing the worst of taking itself. That's correct. In taking in Jesus takes our judgment. That is what's so significant about this miracle. It's not that I remember that there was one time I was in my internship, and it was very charismatic internship for those of you that don't 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 know. Um, and somebody like freaked out because they were like, "Well, Moses's first uh, Moses's first miracle was turning the the Nile into blood and." Or and Jesus's first sign was was the the water into wine. Everybody just freaked out about that. About oh, <laughs> I'm like, um, oh boy, not sure the two have except for judgment have anything to do with anything. Plus, I thought Moses's first sign was turning his staff into a snake. Yeah, but I'm, you know. Then I got, oh, yeah. I got told that was quenching the spirit. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, you got told that was quenching the spirit, was it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, we could honor the word God gave us and like, yeah, oh, I mean, but you know, for, yeah, that's a whole thing. Never mind. I, yeah. Yeah, but I digress. So, right. So unpacking this, in unpacking this, we see that this isn't some weird anecdote to show um, the authority of Mary or Mm-mm. to nope. um, or to um, show that you know Christians shouldn't drink or Christians should should drink. Um, this isn't even something to show the parallels between Jesus and Mo- Moses. Yeah. This is the show that Jesus is the ceremonial cleansing that washes our shame, mm-hmm. shame of our sin. Where this bridegroom, 
at the from at this wedding fell short. Yeah. Jesus was great. Amen. Amen. Okay. And just yeah. as we fall short in sin, yeah, Jesus yeah. is greater. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So John goes on to say that the first signs that he did at Cain Cana and Galilee and manifested his glory glory and sight. I I would believe in him. Now, yeah. I very much so um think that there were probably more signs and more public signs that he did at Cana in Galilee, but John didn't feel fit to put those in. Yeah. Because John says at the end of his book, mm -hmm. if he were to write everything that Jesus had done, there aren't enough pages. Right. Yeah. So, um, I did say that Jesus goes very public in in um, verse thirteen. Oh yeah, um, very public. Um, <laughs> I I do think, and this is again, this is only speculation. We don't have scripture to back this up. I do think he comes by what John. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And to kind of get it down, you know, he goes, then he goes into Pernium with his mother, his mm -hmm. brothers, and his disciples, and they stay there a few, few days. His goes on to say, say that. He's had brothers. So John, John actually makes a distinction between Jesus' brothers and his disciples. Mm -hmm. He's noting that he's noting that. So we we have the evidence from the scripture itself right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no perpetual virginity of Mary. She, she. Yeah, there were siblings. There were other children. So yeah. So yeah. Um, and that that's almost like the stamp that as if John John knew if people are going to worship Mary, I need to put some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Um, but. I really hope. Um, I really hope that, that this has been edifying. Um, yes. Um, when when the, one of the things that that reading this and this just like made an atom bomb go off in my brain is when I started <laughs> taking um, biblical theology more seriously. Not yeah. sound theology, but um, the, uh, biblical the theology, the the study of, um, of of themes across the the Bible. Yes. Um, um, mostly in the in the uh, the storyline narr 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 narrative of mm -hmm. um, absolutely and. And I, I don't know why, like, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, I don't see how this has any types or shadows in it. But um, it's just in what this, this what, what um, this guy who we don't even know, we just know he was a master of ceremonies, um, said. And that just blew my mind that, you know, um, Jewish people thought they had the good wine 
time. You know what? This wedding, at this wedding, they did think that the bridegroom did serve the good wine first. <laughs> he did. He served what he thought to be the good wine first. And but then they, yeah, then they got the real good wine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, go back, read this, dissect it. Um. You know, just just drink drink it. The glory of Christ coming to the life that we could have never died the death of take away all Amen. Mold this passage, really chew on it, really just just witness Witness how incredible this is. Yeah, God, Jesus cleanses us from our sins, from our shame. Don't get caught up in the weird, weird, weird stuff. Don't caught, don't get caught up in the Mary stuff. Don't get caught up in the alcohol <laughs> stuff. Like, don't. Like, yeah. Honestly, those are easy things. Those are easy things, as Chris and I have have very, <laughs> very easily broken down. Yeah. Sorry. Don't get caught up in the weeds. <laughs> Sorry if we called out some of your uh, your favorite te- 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 teachers. I still think they're sound teachers, but they're making fatal flaws. And they're missing. Yeah. And I do think it is a fatal flaw because they're missing the point of what John was right, 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 writing. If you're, if you're um, exegesis of this passage does not point Back to what John has said in one one eight one one through eighteen. Yeah. Then your exegesis. I'm not gonna say it's wrong, but it's it's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's don't 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 make this a text about weddings or about wine. This is about Jesus and His blood. All, yeah. all the other fun historical facts are great. No, oh, yeah, they're super cool. But, but don't let the meat of this get away from me. Don't let it get away from me. This is the sustenance. The rest of the stuff is just dessert. Yeah, this is the meat. This is the sustenance. This is the meal. This is what we feast on hearing God's word in this passage. Thomas, yeah, it has absolutely been a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm I'm excited. I think you are technically my first guest, if you don't count the collabo episode Alex and I did for Christmas last year. So I think you are my first guest. Actually, that's kind of cool. Well, yay me! <laughs> uh, I, once I again, had to have you on twice in order for you to invite invite, invite me on, on on your show. So that was fun. <laughs> you're you're bring you're coming back on at another point. Believe me, I I, I got to get you back on. It's always a pleasure, uh, guys. Once again, if you're not listening to it, uh, go check out the Redeemed Meditations podcast uh, wherever you get your pods. Uh, that's uh, Thomas Sandow, the host of Redeemed Meditations. Please do go check out the Atonement series. I will actually 
try to remember to put into the show notes, I want to link uh, the episode we did that kicked off the Atonement series. Go there, start the series, and then from there he's done great episodes uh, subsequent of that one. So, uh, Thomas, anything you'd like to say before we close out? No, I, I think I think I've kind of said everything. People have listened to me stutter enough, so <laughs> it's it's wonderful, and I really I really do hope it's a blessing for everyone that hears it, Thomas. Hello. Yep. Uh, I lost. <laughs> I'll go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead and cut it. Um, uh, have a good night, and everyone, thank you once again for tuning in to the Ezra Reads the Law podcast. Behold him.